is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Shannon, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Can't even get the show going without Nate. Lord. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's Super Bowl Monday. You're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. We're at 64 degrees. Feels like 64. The high today is 72. The low tonight is 44. It's Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. What'd you guys think? What'd you think about the game? I thought I thought the game was kind of boring, except for the last yeah, it wasn't as couple of as minutes. Some, but part I, of that was I just didn't care. I think there, this game. Yeah, and I think there just wasn't a lot of drama in the game. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of like big yeah. plays, and I thought it was okay. It was just all right. I'm glad to see. Andrew Whitworth from my uh, my hometown went to my high school, really? my alma mater, really? West Monroe High School graduate. Oh. You're talking about a forty year old man. A forty year old man. He was my yeah. team. He was my teammate in Cincinnati. Well, wow. There you go. Yeah. Good old Whit. Big Whit. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Jason Whit. You met him. He was my teammate too. Okay. I have not met him, but he's friends with a lot of guys that I used to hang out with back mm-hmm. home. They were the same age and. So from what I hear, he's forty really, years old. Really good. Yeah, forty year old guy. Really yeah. good guy. What do you think, Kurt? What do you think about the game? Well, I, like you kind of said, it wasn't terribly exciting, but it was a solid game. We'll, we'll talk about halftime in a minute. Again, I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't care who won, so it wasn't like I was real passionate about what was going no. on. No, about you, Jesse? Do you have a rooting interest for the Bengals since you played there? I did not. No, I have a rooting interest. I had a rooting interest for the Rams. Why? I have much more ties to the Rams than I do the Bengals. Please expand. Yeah. Well, one. Coach Jody Camillus, mm-hmm. who was one of my all-time favorite coaches, yep. who stood on the table for me many a times, is their special teams coach uh, for the Rams. How mad do you think he was when he when they botched that that hold? Oh, he get, he 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 mother <laughs> a lot of people on that because he'll that. Cut, he'll cuss you. He will cuss you he'll good. Cuss you. Yeah. Um, then also, former Dallas Cowboy Marcus Dixon. Mm-hmm. is an assistant who was a good friend of mine when I was here with the Cowboys. He's okay. an assistant coach uh, there. Aaron Donald, I call my – he's my NFL man crush Monday. He's like, I love Aaron Donald. Okay. Who's actually married to Erica Sherman, who is the father – who is the daughter of Ray Sherman, who was my wide receiver coach here with oh, the wow. Cowboys. So I've known Erica since she was 10 – um, so happy to see her last night on TV with Aaron Donald and their, and their baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I had I had more rooting interests for the Rams. So you were happy with the outcome? Yeah. Okay. And I and, and I was right, so that always helps. Yeah. Because <laughs> I said that the defense will come up big for the for the Rams and oh, win this yes, game. It didn't look like yeah. it in the first half. Yeah. It looked like they were going to shut them down. Middle of yeah. the third, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Nate? Man, it was exciting for me. You liked it? Yeah. yeah oh, I loved it. I loved it because it it, it just correlates and improves what I say is the fact that this dude got sacked nine thousand times and still had opportunity to win the game. And as me and Kurt uh, text back and forth. Why you didn't wow. text us? Why you I text everybody, text? but you he do, just responded. You didn't do it in the group text. I didn't. It was just me and you, Kurt. 
No, you said something to everybody. He said, yeah, oh. you said one thing. Yeah, did, that wasn't a text back and forth. That was a text you threw out there, and, and he responded, respond. and y'all didn't. So yeah. Anyway, dude got sacked eight hundred times, still almost won the game. And, and and guess what? They they made a grave error. I think the Rams really messed up when Cooper Cup was the only good player they had left at wide receiver. And they, they threw, threw him, him the ball? They threw him too many balls. Oh, wow. <laughs> you ain't supposed to do that. They even let him run the ball. Thank Did you. I might go out. Uh-oh, me too. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can't none of us here. I wonder if we're still in the Wow. Is we, is there we go. Still? All right. We're back. Are now we, back? we got some weird echo. Okay. Yeah, okay. Then they had the nerve to even give him a ball and let him run the ball yeah, on, like, on a key. How do you give your down. best players the and ball? And then they had much. the nerve to give him the MVP of the game. How dare they? That, wow. Man, wow. That that goes against our, our green. Yeah. <laughs> do you find yourself when you're watching that game, like, thinking about the Cowboys and comparing? All the and, time. And, yeah. yeah. How do... They, 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 the Rams. Let we went off again. Yep. Wonder what's going on back there. We got a rookie back there. We got the- a rookie back there. So <laughs> are we I don't, The Ms. tricky Jazz? part is I don't know if anybody can still hear us or not because we can't hear ourselves. We can't hear well, ourselves. Anyway, so are we broadcasting or are we just sitting here? I don't know. Talk. Keep like talking. We're on Keep talking, yeah. Nate. Hopefully well, they hear it's us. hard for me to do that. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. It, it is not hard for you to do that. Yeah, it's hard for me to because I can't hear myself. Just do, just do one ear. You need yeah, to and I don't want to scream at you guys. There you go. No, go ahead. <laughs> Cow- Cowboys and Rams. What What did you find? No, I want myself to be on air. I want to know if it's on air. I ain't going to waste mine. I don't know just talking to you guys. I can text you all. Yeah, so I called Jesse and he not called back. Yeah, I told did. you I only answered when I got twenty five minutes or more to, do, to have for you. <laughs> that is the respect that I have for you. I hear you bro. Uh, if I don't have the amount of time to give you, I don't even. I ain't gonna I play you. you like that. I hear you, bro. Wow, <laughs> I don't even know what to do right now. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> do we throw it to break? I don't even know if we could go to break. You know what? Let's act like we, <laughs> we can go, go to, to break. break. Yeah. Okay. Y'all don't say nothing off there. I'm going to go back there and check on Jazz. We'll we'll, we'll take a break, an early break, and then we will be back here in about four minutes. More Super Bowl talk. We got to talk about the halftime. Yes. I want to talk about the game because it was exciting. And they want to talk about the game. So we'll be right back in the second segment. Hang it with the boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. 
Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We're having some technical issues, and we don't even know if we're on the air right now or not, but I think we are, so we're just going to roll with it. And keep going. So, Nate, you were saying. And we were talking off air. We probably were on air. We had some good talk while you was gone. I'm telling you, the way it was three dudes for the Rams could have got MVP. The quarterback, Cooper Cup, which you got mm-hmm. it, and Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And each one of them, in the middle of the third, picked up their game because they took away the run game totally yes. for the Rams. They took it away. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, they're not going to throw all these balls to Cooper Cup. They had like 16 plays, mm. uh, 10, of them, 10 or 11 of them was passes, and eight of them went to Cooper Cup. Yeah. The and for the most game, part, he was double teamed. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. He was double teamed. <laughs> Wait, you can throw the ball to somebody that's double teamed <laughs> and they can catch it? I'm like, what a novel idea! Mm. You know, I just this is just a crazy thought process that, and when he's the best player, you just find ways to get him open, and he found ways but, to get himself open. And but you know who was going to go off, right? You know who was going to go off, Odell. Oh, Odell was he was going to be the MVP. He, he, yeah, Odell was going to go off. That's why he was over there crying. He was crying because he because <laughs> he wanted to stick that on Baker. He wanted, no, Baker, what you think? No. But I mean, but he he did. When you look at what he did his entire season uh, last year with with the Browns, he had seven touchdowns. He had that in the playoffs, and you know the short yeah. amount of time that he played yes. with them. But but it's funny about the MVP, because you're right. It, it could have went to Matthew Stafford, eh. But the main two, two. Cooper yes, Cup sir. and Aaron Donald. So you have to have your MVP votes in prior to the two-minute warning. Uh, yeah. Shereen yes. tweeted that out. I yeah. yeah. So, so to not let Aaron Donald finish out that last drive yeah. – that would have probably given him the MVP because yeah. you have to have your MVP in two minutes. They need to prior. change that. That's the stupidest we, we thing. We have some dumb rules in sports. Today, like, yeah, wait a minute. You can, you can make the halftime three times as long as normal, <laughs> but you can't delay the MVP award for three minutes to let it play till the end of the game. That's the dumbest thing. You I know what? And I was like, yeah, like, man, Aaron Donald took this game. But Cooper took the game over, too. Oh, that last yeah. drive. Yeah. And, and so by him getting the game-winning touchdown – that was sweet. And then you, you didn't know that Aaron was going to do what he did. I mean, Jack, the left guard. You know, I would have held him. I would have got a <laughs> My pride would have made me help. <laughs> if I'm going down, you going down. <laughs> you going to throw me on my back like a Ninja Turtle. Cooper had to win the game twice because yeah. he, he caught the touchdown, took a hard hit. Yeah, it was right. offsetting penalties. And he had to come back again. Well, how much yeah. was that Stafford, too? I mean, he threaded some – passes in there, didn't he? But see, that that's the thing about yeah. it is he, and that's what I'm saying with the Cowboys. I just got to say it. Let, let the t- people around you help you. 
until it get crunch time. And then it comes down to your quarterback, your best receiver, and the running back that can get out of the backfield and catch the ball. And that's what happened. That They tried to run, got stopped. Tried to run, got stopped. Play action pass, got stopped. Then all of a sudden, this is why you bought Stafford in. For those last, that last drive, that last play, this is why you got Dak. Dak should have to play wide open the whole game. He should have enough weapons around him to let him play, let him play, let him play. Then all of a sudden, it comes down to Amari, Tony uh, Pollard, because I'm going with the best athletes now, the guys that are the most explosive. Tony Pollard and Dak and your offensive line doing the best they can do. I think that's a great point. I think that's a great point, Nate, is that when you bring in players – it's for those moments. It's yes. for those we gotta get a play. Like we gotta go get this play. We gotta go get it done. There was no Odell Beckham. There was no Robert Woods. There's nah. no Higby. I mean, you, I mean, you don't have any weapons. And it's saying, okay, triple crown winner, I'm coming to you. And those guys be able to go to make like that. That is what you go all in for. You go, yes, you want all the great accolades, but it's in those moments, whether it's regular season or postseason, but mainly you become legendary in the postseason. It's for those couple plays throughout the game where you gotta come through. Yes. Cool, you know, and even on the one with Matthew Stafford, if you go back and watch it, the one he threaded in across the middle, he no looked it. He kept the safety <laughs> at bay. Right. And no looked the pass to Cooper Cup. That is that's an elite moment. That's why you mortgage yes. the future for that type of moment. So, question for you guys: Knowing that Mr. Jones watched this game, and knowing how good of friends he is with our Stan, head coach, didn't watch the game. He didn't. According to him, he doesn't watch the playoffs. So oh, really? he, he hadn't seen. He goes back and watches. This he hadn't all seen over. all this yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that's what he said. Well, the owner has. I'm sure yeah. the owner did. He was. He, I, was he there? Did Jerry he, go? He's because Jerry's like. He was, that's I not, think he was out there. I don't know. He went to the NFL Honors Show, but I don't know if yeah. he went to the Super Bowl. Let's not mistake in this. Like we all know this. That most maybe some fans do. Maybe some fans don't. The Rams don't go from St. Louis. To LA without Mr. Jones. Without yeah. Mr. Jerry Jones. Yes. Like he yeah. was a, a very, 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 very integral part into that like happening. 85%. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been more than Stan Kroenke right, right, in right. making that to making that thing happen in in LA. Yeah. So he's he's close to that organization. Yeah. Do you think because the Cowboys of old would have mortgaged the future for right now? They haven't done that for a while. Seeing L.A. do this and go all in and get Stafford and go get OBJ and go get, you know, Vaughn. Will and Vaughn and, and the guys that they went and got and just said, we're winning now or we're not winning. Do you think that's going to that's gonna maybe change the way they've done business the last no. probably 10 years around here? Because they, they haven't got – the last big-name free agent they really went and got was Brandon Carr probably. $50 million. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, and then asked him to do something that he, he wasn't comfortable right, with. Right, right. <laughs> Go, wow. go pay $50 million for a zone corner and make him play man-to-man yeah. all season. Oh, man. But, I mean, do you think – Well, they had – didn't NBC have a graphic that Cincinnati had like seven free agent yeah. starters on their defense? I mean, so they put a little money in too. The problem with the Cowboys, at least immediately, is they don't have the money to go out and do that, do they? Unless you get rid of some folks, right? Uh, I mean, are you going to drop your – Star receiver, so you can spend money on I, star. The, the Twitter world <laughs> seems to think that Amari and Tank are gone. I know. Do you, do you, <laughs> you drop Tank so you can sign Gregory? I mean, what, it's, 
I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, man. You can find money. You and know just, that, Kurt. Yeah. You can yeah. you can restructure some stuff and just prolong but is, your. But, but, yeah. Your slow <laughs> this is the luck of the deal. Now, this is the luck of the deal, and we all talked about it numerous times. All of their core players were healthy, mm-hmm. and all of them was playing the at the top of their game. With, with you know, Cincinnati missed yeah. a few guards so or a few centers, <laughs> but they were still wasn't that good as offensive line when they had all these star players on offensive line. So they were lucky in what they did. And one team kind of went through the draft and signed a few choice free agents, and one team went through all free agency and got all their horses, except Aaron Donald. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you, you can do it either way, but what you have to have is a purpose. Uh, uh, ability to say, this is who we are and this is what we do. Did you doubt the game was physical? Because ne- they wouldn't let neither team run and they were selling out. Yeah. You're not running. You know, do we have that over there? That ability to say, we have a purpose and this is what you cannot do to us. What can you, what is our defense known for? Michael Parsons. Yeah. What is their purpose? Well, I think another thing that needs to be spoken about and talked about is when you look at the Bengals, they, they they went through some very mediocre to below average years oh, yeah. in Cincinnati. And like Jerry Jones, their owner, Mike Brown and the Brown family, they were very heavily involved in all things football related. Right. Until Mike Brown said, I need to step back. I need to let some other people. So he's taken a step back. It's on record. He said it. I've taken a step back. I've let my kids come in and kind of do some things, but I've also let the coaches do what they do. So I'm not going to be all in and trying to be hands-on on the football operation things. I'm going to stand back, let some of the younger people come in and run things, let some of the coaches have – more responsibility in the scouts and so on and so forth and the GMs and all that kind of stuff. And look what it yielded. It yielded them turning something into, yes, getting Joe Burrow helps. And, you know, those Wide losing receiver. seasons, those losing <laughs> seasons led to you getting a player like Joe Burrow, led you getting a guy like uh, uh, Jamar Chase mm-hmm. and, you know, allowing yes. those scouts and those people in the front office to say, hey, we need help and signing a Cheeto, uh, 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 those other guys up front that they had, and they, like you said, seven free agents. That's something that if we're talking about having that big change, the big change is going to come from are you willing to step back and maybe let a guy like Will McClay resume more responsibilities as the pseudo-GM-ish type guy? All I know, and I keep telling folks this, I'm, I, yeah, I'm into the I told you so bold today. <laughs> when your divas line can get out the people, you can have a Wouzier and Eli Apple starting. Starting. Yeah, you know, you can't have Eli Apple question. Yeah, No, no, no. no. <laughs> because he, Maybe Cheeto. Hold on now. You can't the have Eli. The guy he was going against, ain't too many people was going to stop Cooper Cup. The elite <laughs> guy he was going against, yeah, I understand. But he, this dude stood strong all year. See, it's one thing for me to knock somebody, but guess what? We here talking about them being in the Super Bowl. We ain't talking about the Cowboys being in the Super Bowl. True. With 10 interceptions, 10 sacks, and all the plays. These were guys that were coached up well. 
that are in that everybody tossed away. They're in the Super Bowl. They played yesterday. That boring game y'all thought was boring. But guess what? They're going to get that little AFC uh, second place ring. I mean, I ain't got one. I don't want one. But no, they got hey, one. <laughs> <laughs> hey is, is Eli Apple a bad guy? Because he's I've never your third seen corner. Players, no, but players yeah. went after him after the game. Yeah, Eli. Teams. Yeah, because Eli's a talker. Yeah, uh, internet talker. So when they beat the Chiefs, he was on the internet yeah. and, and called Tyreek Hill right. out and other right. guys out from the Chiefs. So he he's so that just guy. It back to he's him. that guy right. that you yeah. know when good things happen, he gonna get on the internet. He gonna talk to you about it and so send shots at back you. When it, yeah. So okay. when it, when you when you get when you get when you get butterbacked, when you get toasted, you 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 get you, it's coming your way. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, we we get at each other pretty hard, you know. But when you play in the Super Bowl, you have the world watching you. Everybody getting out of church early. Everybody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Everybody sitting down in restaurants or opening their restaurants based on the Super Bowl. These guys were on a big stage. And, and I felt bad for Eli and Awuze because, of, okay, y'all got Cooper Cup. Y'all got uh, Beckham. Y'all, it's going to be ugly today. You know, like you said, Jesse, you called it. They go, they should they should have beat the brakes on them. If, if, if Odell would have went down, I'd have been sitting there like, wow, Joe Cool, you didn't even have a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when Odell went down, it took him a minute to figure it out. But their coach, and I, and I watched them, you notice – at the end of the game, everything was open. The celebration went on them. The celebration was on the players. They showed Odell. They showed Donald. They showed Stafford. And the coach, at each time, he walking up to each one of they those players. Him. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man, that was sweet. You know what else was, was, was kind of cool? At the end of the game, and it goes back to our point that we've been beating this dead horse all year long about getting the ball to your best players. Stafford said it. Cup said it. He said, man, I ain't. I ain't run a fade route all year long. Is it mm. <laughs> that route, that particular route yeah. that he caught the game with a touchdown on? He goes, that's an Odell Beckham route. Yeah. I don't run fade routes. But at that moment in time, it was like, you're my best guy. This is the route that we want. We don't have Odell Beckham in there to run that route. We're going to you. We're going to live and die with our best player. Like they line him up. Yeah. They lined him up at the X. They ain't emotional. They ain't do nothing. He was on Eli Apple. They said, this is the matchup we want. We take your weak, your weakest corner against our best receiver. We're going to run a fade route. And they ran a fade route <laughs> And it was Cooper the most Cup. simplest of fade routes. Because I was like, he going to the corner, he going to the corner. Everybody knew that except Eli. But the thing is, when you're guarding Cooper Cup, when you, in your mind, yeah. when you're watching Cooper Cup on film, you've never once seen him run a fade route. So in your head as a DB, you're thinking he's about to run something like a return route. He's going to run like this over route. He's going to do something. Right. So yeah. now you're sitting there in the yeah. back of your mind. You're not thinking fade. This goes back to coaching. You're not thinking fade route. Cooper Cup, what does he do? He kind of sh- he shifts his yeah. release over, squares him, makes Eli take another step inside, right. gave him a little something to hold him. Fade route, back shoulder, touchdown, Subo, game over. Do you think in general – you know, obviously, they were going to Cup. Do you think that was a decision by Stafford? It's like, that's my guy, I'm going to him? Or do you think the coach no, was they, like... No, that went up the ladder. Yeah. I think that's all. Yeah, that's that, all. Because Stafford looking around, he looking at his coach. 
the coach looking at him, and they both looking at, at Cooper. So they're Cup. telling they're telling Stafford, "This is the guy." I, I mean, you want to go to the other guy who dropped the ball and got an interception, number eighteen. <laughs> he dropped two passes. He dropped a touchdown yeah. pass a week oh, yeah. ago. Yeah. We ain't going to him. We don't <laughs> have our, our, our second best tight end. He was on the bench for whatever reason. The black kid, I forget his name. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Where are we going? Like, if we're going to win this thing, I'm going to win this thing with the guy that I mortgage the future with in Matthew Stafford, throwing to the guy who is the best receiver in the league this year. If we lose, I lose that way. I'm not losing the game going to number 18. And and he and I got to answer one more question for the whole offseason. Right. Well, why, why do you go to I Cooper Cup? <laughs> well, why why you go to Cooper Cup? Why, why was number 18 even a thought process in this in this time of the game? Yeah. No, I'm living and dying with these guys. See. You know, when I talk to other guys, media guys, you know, they say, well, hey, you got to remember Dez and how he always wanted the ball. And and you can take it how you want. You know, I have people say, I want to have a knock. You take it how you want. But when you can't run but two routes, and yep. when you can't run them two routes no more effectively, how do I use you? Yeah. But when you got Amari Cooper, and I've always said this even when I was used to be hard on Amari, you got the dude with the fastest feet, and the quickest step in the world, and he, them are red zone killers. And we didn't have him in, for a couple of years, we didn't have him in the red zone. We didn't start this, basically, to this year, of having him in in the red zone. I'm saying that Amari Cooper is equal to Cup. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And so and what he does. So is Kellen Moore just <clears throat> getting too cute then? Is he like, well, we got to spread the ball around. Everybody knows it's going to Amari, so we got to try it out here to you know whoever. I mean, is it is it just a matter of they, this is a lesson they need to learn that hey, you got. I Amari, would watch this CD. game if I was a coach. Pete Carroll got cute. It cost him a Super Bowl, right? <laughs> yeah, That's true. And sometimes, as as complex as the game of football can be, it's simple. There's some things that are just simple. It's just hey, when you're on the goal line in the biggest game of your life and you got Beast Mode standing behind you. Give him the football. Let's not get cute. When Give him the football. We've seen this dude. Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 like we didn't seen him make a. We didn't seen him rumble down the field and make a stadium feel like an earthquake was happening. Yeah. Let's give it. Let's let's give him the football. Yeah. When you get into the red zone and you're, you're looking to score a touchdown, let's let's try to throw the ball to one of the guys who's one of the best route runners in the league. We don't we don't have to get cute with this thing. We don't have to do Philly specials and all that. Let's 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 go here. Did uh did was Cincinnati a victim of that? That last drive it was third and one and they you know, Mixon had been having a pretty good game. They gave it to the other kid or they didn't use Burrow. Is that sorry. Well they they went to Samaje P. Ryan, yeah. right? Yeah, but, they but but what happened? Donald stuffed it. Donald Sassano said not today. Like when you go back and watch that play, Aaron Donald takes another three hundred pound man. And stop with press. the three hundred pounds. Just say another big man or <laughs> no, fat no, man. You gotta, stop with the three hundred. No, you got to make. Because you always try to look at me when you say that. So don't do that. Three hundred no more. Embrace that, man. Yeah. You know, that was your, but he took another three hundred pound man. I would have held it and pressed him. I'm gonna tell you what. With his off arm, then grabbed a two hundred and twenty yard running back. Yeah. Two hundred twenty pound running back. Some help on that backside and hitting him too. And then corralled him, and he didn't get another inch. <laughs> you could have had whoever you wanted back there. Ninety nine was bringing that dude down. I'm gonna tell you something. This is what's so sweet about Aaron Donald. Is he is he do routes on dudes? He do routes. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking. <laughs> he that stutter step you see. 
Coop them do and all of them. Cooper Cup and Amari Cooper. That stutter, he, he'll stutter on a dude and freeze them. And once your feet start moving, he going to bend. I would never stop moving my feet on him. I would could never. You, could you mm. block him? Oh, yeah. I could block him with the help of Step Noski. <laughs> yeah, Mark Tourney. See, I'm going to tell you something. Then what, one thing I like about Norv is we didn't have to worry about number 94. I wish I knew the kid's name. Much oh, love to oh, number 94 for the Rams. Here, but I'm telling you. We would have kept trying to Sean run that Robinson. ball like they was doing. They, they kept trying to run that Sean ball. Sean Robinson? Because Sean you Robinson. did. A-Sean. A-Sean. A-Sean Robinson. What is his name? A-Sean Robinson. Eat him up, Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, Noah would have gave us a better opportunity. We would have been cutting and trapping. Uh, that's one thing about I know about Noah. He would have gave us a better opportunity. But now when he came to the end of the game, Jimmy would have pulled us all over there and said, hey, man, you fellas, drop your fat. Right. Ball, you know what I'm saying? Coconuts. Yeah, because it, we, we got to pass this ball to win the game. And uh, Norm still would have tried to figure out a way to help us as offense line because that's probably why Troy didn't pay an extra couple of years. But we were raggedy for one year in the game. <laughs> got, him get, got him hurt. But I'm telling you, I, I love the game from an offensive and defensive line standpoint. I'm watching both. I mean, both, off, both defensive lines, they took over them games. Yeah. And it took the coaches to figure out how do I help my quarterback? How do I help my players? And I don't care. When you see the Cincinnati Bengals, and they told Chris and the other gentleman, Al Michaels, mm-hmm. he, they told – I know what the, the offensive coordinator told him, say, man, all through this game, we know that number 99 can take over. We have told our quarterback, do not hold that ball because if yeah. you do, you're going to get yourself hurt which he did get himself hurt late mm-hmm. trying to hold that ball. Because the reason I knew they told him that, because the first thing came out of their mouth when they dropped back and passed was, uh, yeah, we talked to the coaches and they said they got a lot of plays designed to get this ball out of this kid's hand. <laughs> you know it. They know it. The world know it. And they still almost had opportunity coming down the stretch to make something happen. Mm. That's good coaching, man. That's players that's locked in and knowing who they are. I was surprised. I you know I hadn't paid much attention to Cincinnati this year, but they're I'm what, 1.9 yards rushing allowed or something like that. I mean they're they was getting after was man. Strong. I had no idea they were there. <clears throat> they were getting after. They got they got what you call just football playing dudes. Mm. And, and, and That's just pull up their pull up their schedule. Even even their even their linebacker the Kit Wilson, who got 55. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he was having a great game. Mm-hmm. Now he got the penalties late in the game oh. uh, on the goal line. They let them that. play all game. Like they let them snatch down number five for the Rams. Pull it, oh, pull it down yeah. by his yeah. face. Man. Yeah, yeah. I they let them play, that man. That was disappointing, the kind of flurry of flags. What was they scheduled Cincinnati? Cincinnati, uh, home Minnesota, at Chicago, at Pittsburgh, yeah, Jacksonville, home Green Bay, at Detroit, at Baltimore, at the Jets, Cleveland home, at the Raiders. And then uh, Steelers, play, Chargers, you think about 49ers. It? They not too bad of a schedule, huh? No, they lost to like they lost to the Jets, like yeah, right. But what was they their, lost uh, games uh, to like the Jets, and they, lo- they, they lost they lost some questionable games. Lost the Browns, yeah. Um, but uh, my question is, twice. with their talent and our talent, that we had basically that same type of easy schedule. Why did Why did they? I, you know, I, I thought I this is. And we could talk more about this, you know, heading into like for next season. I thought the Bengals 
caught lightning in a bottle at the right time. Yeah. They got hot at the right time. Because for me, this is, and I have I'm no hate against, I really, really, really like Joe Burrow. I think he's going to be a really, really, really great to potentially elite quarterback in this league. I don't think the Bengals are a perennial Super Bowl contending team. I, I don't. Agree 100%. I don't. I think I, I, I don't. I, I still think the standard in the AFC will be Kansas City, followed by Buffalo. When you get a healthy Baltimore Ravens team, they're going to be a tough out. Yeah. My man Herbert in San Diego, he coming. San Diego with LA. It's, it's LA, yeah. he coming. Yeah. He he going to be, you know, so there's some teams that you're going to have to deal with for I just don't think that the Bengals are head and shoulders above the rest of the. I, I think that grouping is going to be. They call her Ike Woods. The, the the Patriots ain't going nowhere. They still going to be a tough <clears> out <throat> next year. So, I thought they caught lightning in a bottle at the right time, but I don't think this is going to be a team we look at and be like for the next five years the, the Bengals are going to be perennial Super Bowl contenders. I, I just I don't see it, <laughs> but I could be wrong. Yeah, we just did. What are your We caught that too? lightning in a bottle the first what. Seven games of the year, we <laughs> called it at the wrong time. And then we caught fart in a bottle. I know this is all hypotheticals and stuff, but I feel like the way the Cowboys started the season, if they would have just flipped it, they, they could have beat either one of those teams. Like, if you just would have had that at the end of the year instead of the beginning of the year. No, they could. No? No. Why? Because the Niners were going to make you be physical. Hmm. We couldn't match that. They even, were going even the way they were you, playing at the beginning of the year, you don't think that they could have beat the Niners if they would have been playing that way? No. Hmm. The Niners came out in that football game. We gave the Niners the football, by and the you're way. You're talking about the same? See, I would agree if they were to beat Tampa, or they were to beat any team that was in them playoffs, I would, I would agree with you. When it came to being physical, Denver, Tampa up front, the Raiders up front. We didn't match that. Mm-hmm. We did not match that. But you got the athletes. You got the guys. Why, why? That's what I'm saying. Guys. The purpose. But they, they, we have athletes. they are playing with no purpose. We have athletes. It's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference between having – if you're in the National Football League, you're pretty much a really good athlete. But you can't coach that, right? No, you can't coach that. No, you, you can coach physical. Like that, that, you can? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But it has, to be, it has to be the brand of football that you constantly coach. Like we made, like we laughed and joked about it, and I said that Thursday going into the Niners game, I said they're in pads today. What are we doing? We already lost. We're trying to play a game instead of focusing on being fast, being 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 athletic, being big play orientated. We thought putting pads on, getting physical, was going to be able to help us win that football game. Hmm. Guys, all we kept saying, "Oh, we physical, we physical." No, no, you've already, you mentally, mentally, you've already bought in to something that you're not. You're trying to match. Uh, uh, uh. Remember the movie Rocky, and 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 when he trained up Tommy Guns, and then the uh, uh, Duke Washington sent Tommy Gun down to the bar, and he said, he said, "Listen, Tommy Gun only fights in the ring." Rocky said, "Well, my ring's outside." And Tommy, thinking, oh, I could fight. And Duke said, never fight a street fighter's fight. Right. And he went outside, and they fought a street fighter's fight, and he got his tail whooped. The Cowboys 
went into that Niners game and tried to fight a street fighter's fight and got whooped. <laughs> you should have stayed. Tommy Gunn should have went to the ring. And then you would have had a chance. But when you went to fight a street fighter's fight, you fell right into their hands. And you couldn't keep up. I tell you to him, man. It's a purpose, bro. You can have all the athletes you want. And I and, and, and when we busted up them 49ers, they that's what they had. A bunch of great athletes, played a finesse brand of football. And when they went and got bar none, and we played them in that third NFC championship game. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, the third NFC championship game. Bar none was there, another dude was there, and they played it different. They played a physical brand of football. They matched our force. And I knew what you were saying, Jesse, even during that week, and I'm trying to pray that you can get it up for one game. You can play physical for one game. But if that's not your nature, then you have to do like the 49ers did. They did not try to change. They still tried to be that finesse, quick, fast team. But we were just a little bit more physical. But that thing switched. They were more physical. They were more physical this time around. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, a couple of your former teammates, Nate, had uh, had some not so great things to say about Ooh. the team. I think Jesse wants to weigh in on this one, and we'll talk about a halftime show. By the way, happy Valentine's Day, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, man. Love you guys. Yeah, man. Nowhere else I'd rather be on Valentine's Day. We're going to eat some cookies, and we'll be right back <laughs> on the last segment of Hanging with the Boys. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. 
Welcome back to the show. Thanks for stopping to talking, Kurt. We come Sorry. back on the show. No problem. <laughs> Sp- show sponsored by. Oh Lisa. yeah, WrestleMania. Go to WrestleMania on April the what is it third and fourth. Get your tickets now. Got the they got three. a Valentine's Day special and all kind of good stuff. Go the check fight's it out. coming. I'm going to the fight. Oh, Errol Spence. The Errol Spence fights. AT and T. Yeah, he. That's pretty impressive. He's yeah. coming back after that wreck that he had. Man, got. Ooh. Thrown out of his car, so yeah. When, when's that? Yeah, going? he had a fight before that, though. Like, oh, after, did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, He's had his last fight. It was a warm up fight. He, it was yeah, light work. That's right. You're a big fight guy, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a big UFC guy. You're a big boxing guy. Yeah, you I, you know what you aren't. What? As a college baseball guy, you don't know s about college baseball. <laughs> so just shut the hell up. What are you talking about? I know about college baseball. I just don't know about little Podunk University. <laughs> you shipped your <laughs> you son off to. How'd that go, by the way? They won. Did what? Yeah. <laughs> Both games, and you gotta know that it's like it goes like for most people will tell you in baseball it goes Division One JUCO, Division Two, Division Three on one day. Where's your son? JUCO. JUCO. Okay. Boom. Take that. What they have a double header? Yeah. Yeah. You so you listen to the show or somebody told you that I talk mess? Well, I told. I I, I, I called him and say Shannon sold you. <laughs> he dogged you, not your kid. I said, not your kid, but he dogged out your kids. You know, I don't know if you're joking or not. Because you might have called Kurt and told him that. No, I told him in a laughing way. No, I ain't, no, ain't going to never take that shit. <laughs> no, that one thing uh, you got to talk about Shannon, it is always fun for Shannon. He ain't never, he ain't never trying to hurt nobody. No, I he's not. I'm ever mean to you. It's not but now Jesse, Jesse getting one of his moves. I don't know. I may be True. nobody, but you are less than me. True. True. There's some times I get in the mood. I wanna I wanna cut you with words. So Kurt, thumbs up or thumbs down halftime? Thumbs up. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Jesse, thumbs up, thumbs down. I got down. two thumbs yeah. up. Mary J. Blige had them thighs out. Ooh, Ooh. she looked good. Uh, she looked good. Had 51 years old. Out, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, thumbs up. They brought it. Down. They brought. They brought it, man. You they, liked they, it? They, ever from from the beginning to end, and then when they show homeboy at the top of the stadium at the end, oh, that right. was extra yeah. sweet. That, that was that was yeah. one of the better shows. Yes, nonstop. It's not action. Prince, huh? It wasn't Prince. No, it wasn't Prince. Uh, the thing that made Prince so <laughs> magical was yeah, like Prince he, he sang proper rain and it actually yeah. was raining. Like yeah. you can't make that stuff up. Yeah. Like that's our Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't too. see that one. I, that yeah. was that was your Michael Irvin snuck out and He's, got to see the show, and we didn't. He, yeah. he, I'm talking, so he I'm was like, I got his wristroom. He ran out and watched. He was like the kicker. Yes, just went out there and watched. Yeah. But Mike talked about it on NFL Network. Yeah, he, he said, did. He said, we came in the locker room. I told my coach I had to go take a number two. I had to use the bathroom. He said, I came in one door. I went out the other door. He said, because I was not missing Michael. He said, when they came back, I said, Michael, where you was at? He said, oh, man, I thought it was a number one, but it was really a number two. He told my son. But it was really a number three because yeah. I went outside to see the other Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you didn't get to see him? No, nah, man. Oh, man. I sure wanted to see him, man. Mm. Worked out for you, though. In yeah. the end, man, wow. But wasn't y'all already up big in that game at halftime? Yeah. You know what bothers me is Leon got the ball hit from behind. Mm-hmm. They showed and, it. And then he – that would have happened to me. I would have been, I'd have been welcoming folks coming up in my face. Talking, oh, you you cost me some money. I mean, Leon carried that around a lot of years, man. I'm like, Leon, man, there's something wrong with you. The funny part about it is, though, like people see that play and they don't realize – the game is over. The game yeah, is yeah. way like, over. The yeah. guy, like that play, it, they make it seem like that was such a significant play. play. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, BB didn't the, the give game up. Was on the line. Yeah. Like, 
that game was over. And he had a good game otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Uh, no, uh, no, he had a good game, man. I mean, he had a great game. I, I, I don't know how people think. But anyway, back to the uh, – Only thing that could have made the halftime better is if they would have got the, the whole group from NWA back together and done like one saw. Like Yellow, Ran, Cube. Couldn't have couldn't got easy, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's not here no more. But yeah. they just brought them out. Could have got his son. Yeah. Would have been that would have that yeah, would have been that would have been it because that was that was what song would they go sing? <laughs> Express yourself, maybe like <laughs> two bars to that. Yeah. That's it. Like <laughs> that everything else was clean. I mean, everything yeah. else was clean. I mean, come on, man. They they did a. I loved it, man. See, that was what got me. That's what got me into. Believe it or not, this is crazy, but like white dude from West Monroe, Louisiana, <laughs> right. and NWA got me into rap music. Right. Yeah. It was like. De La Soul and NWA it was about as far as <laughs> because I had a little Suzuki Samurai. Wow. And me and my buddies built a box. It had two tins in the back with a Crutchfield amp. <laughs> and that thing would bump. And I had to take the top off and I had Put that NWA tape in, and I'd ride around. Yeah, so like, I knew people it. People looked at me like and I was all, like lost and all, and all the whites in that area would call his mom, your son, something. <laughs> <laughs> so that was in my wheelhouse, man. That whole that NWA tape, and then you know Dre, obviously all that came like you know way after. But like, yeah. man, I was so into like NWA. That was my, I that so that took me way back. I was like. I love, that was more excited for the halftime <clears throat> show than I was the game. Yeah, because I don't really care about the even game. The, you know, the, the state, the set, or whatever. The yeah. dancers, it was all in good. Yeah, it was, it was good. good. It was it was a great yeah. halftime show. Definitely, really cool. definitely one that will be talked about for years to come. Yeah. 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 All right. I liked the game, fellas. I did. I really did because I knew what Jesse was talking about last Monday. Was it third? When did we talk? When we last talked, I knew it was going to come. Trouble. Like, ain't no way Joe Cool going to pull this out. You know. I was just wondering how they was going to do it. Was they going to go five-man front at the beginning of the game or was they going to wait and they waited? And it, they waited, and it was ugly. When they went five-man front, it was ugly. Mm. So you got the tw- you got the, the comments pulled up from uh, Nate's uh, former teammates? Not No, not I think specifically. It's our, I think it's in our group chat, isn't it? Yeah, Jesse I mean, knows. Jesse's probably studied it. What did you take? Emmett was the latest. but Yeah, yeah Emmett. What do yeah. you what, what do you so, say? So Emmett was on. He did something for SI during the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. they asked him about, you know, Emmett being an NFL all-time leading rusher and a part of you know the triplets and that three-time three-time Super Bowl winning team in the early '90s. And they just asked Emmett, you know, kind of, kind of the state of the team, you know, right now. And Emmett just basically came out and said, you know, the, the thing I think about when I look at the Cowboys now is that, or what he would say to them is that, you aren't great. You aren't good. You don't become legendary until you get into the playoffs and you win the Super Bowl. That's when you're able to kind of separate yourself from the rest. And the Cowboys just haven't been that since. Nate and company was roaming the streets of Dallas and and, and like Snoop say the streets, baby. We yeah, you know, and, and 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 we've heard things from Troy, Emmett. Michael has even come off, and he's 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 a bigger yeah. homer than you. Yes, he is. Uh, Homeboy, but also you start to hear stuff now from guys like C.D. Lamb, right? He had an interview. He talked about that. 
you know, getting playmakers the ball and we should be more explosive on offense. We've heard it from Amari Cooper. You know, Cheeto said yeah, it. Yeah, Cheeto yeah. said it. He talked yeah. about going to Cincinnati and saying, you know what? It was just about football in Cincinnati. Yeah. It's very learn how to color. learn how to play without the lights. Yeah, without on the right. lights, you know. If you ever been to Paul Brown Stadium, it's very symbolic. Right, and I don't know if it's still there, but when I was there, right next, you had to leave. So the the, the Cincinnati's home stadium also plays as their home field locker room, but their practice field is across the street. So you come out and you walk across the street to the practice field. It sits right on the, uh, the the what is that, the Ohio River that separates yeah, Kentucky yeah. And, and, and Ohio. But right next to the practice field, we talk about blue-collar workers, is a rock quarry where people are coming in and out all day long, breaking up these rocks, shipping these rocks out. And it just it's a it's a it's a symbol of we're blue-collar, hard-working people of Ohio. And you have to walk by. And I remember as a rookie walking out, it was hot. I was my feet was hurting, but I was like, you could be busting rocks. Or you could be going to play football. And it was a symbol. But Cheeto said it. And and I think more guys are coming out now and you're hearing the frustration because the Cowboys aren't. While we while we are, this is not my words, but from what they're saying, while we are America's team, we don't put a product out there that's kind of worthy of that title right now. Like to be as visible as we are, it, it we don't put a product out there that's good enough to really stand behind that. And I think Jerry does a much better job of promoting the team than they actually play up to that. All I know, man, is... Here we go, PC, PC Nate, come on. No, no, all I know is when we draft, you know what you need. You need a center, you need a guard, you need a blocking tight end because... We, we great. Our defense played great. But still, your assets and your money sits right there on the offensive side of the ball. And you better do everything in your power. And I promise you, let's watch Cincinnati draft. If they ain't getting offensive linemen, maybe some corners, something going to be wrong. Because I know somebody going to get in in the quarterback ears. Look at that dog. They ain't getting no linemen for you. Mm-hmm. And that kid can go to think like, man, you right. Almost got hurt again. Go unfollow his team and on Instagram, (laughs) and then next thing you know, he'd be on his way out of town. Yeah, so, I mean, if if Dak is who you think he is, okay, you go out and you get a center. You ain't got to get a guard. Go get a center. Go get a a center, somebody that can anchor that middle, get you a blocking tight end, let your running game help you, and if you do what we think you can do, then our defense will have a chance to be great again. But what the first killer to all defenses is when you say 30 minutes. If a defense has to play more than 30 minutes on average a game, by, 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 by the 15th game, we'll be like, wow, here we go again. Yeah, but how do you – to Jesse's point, I mean, we you bring in talent. We've had talent here. We've had pro bowlers. We've got all pros. We've you got future, use them. future Hall of Famers. But how do you change the culture? How do you make that mindset be like the blue collar when you're in a billion dollar facility? Unfortunately, and, it's never going to be that. Yeah, the Cowboys just they they they. they I think it could change. They aren't that. Like the Cowboys is going to be, they're going to be the Rolls Royce. I think it could change. How? I, I saw we were kind of like that. 
And I know practice is totally different now. But Eric Williams changed that for us. And yeah, then Larry but, Allen changed yeah, that for but us. but Nate, I think there's a different level of just mentality that you guys had. I just do. I just think your mentality as players, as a group, is different. It's different. Like these guys, every we live in a day and time now, and, and I, I am. I'm well, not how, 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 how I'm do not the 49ers it. have it? They got a beautiful stadium, a great state. How does the 49ers have this this bulldog mentality? You have to get players with something about them. I remember walking with, with Coach Wooten, John Wooten, great John Wooten. And we walking, and he told me when Eric was a, a, a junior, he said, man, I'm looking at this dude. He's from South Philly, but he's over at, at, at this school, this little small college. I'm telling you, I'm getting this dude. But His name you, is Eric when you, Williams. When you bring – the mentality here, it gets washed away with the glitz and glam. Well, that's up. That, that's where the coach got to step in. That's, that's, that's where the, the coach got to step in. Here, Every, everybody, yeah. like we we just we live in the day and time now. Here, in in when you're when you're a cowboy, you are you're the man in this city. Yeah, I understand that. You're the man in this yeah. city, and you begin to eat that up. You but begin to believe. Just that. think how much more. You can have the further you go in this town, for us. Okay, you're in the NFC Championship game. Think, I, and you just ain't you ain't never got there before. First round and out. Now you're in the NFC Championship game. The longer you can keep these people in a positive frame of mind, the more they're gonna give. The more they're gonna do. That's how you gotta look at it. But they don't. They look at it as I'm gonna get what I want regardless because we are the Cowboys. And every single year, the Cowboys this year. Guess who led the NFL in attendance? Yeah, we are. The they, Cowboys. They, they come, but guess who led the league in most televised games, primetime games? The Cowboys. Ten, ten, the top ten Rating. most watched TV programs in all genres. All I know is they better be physical this year. They Nine the of first, them was the NFL. The, first place yeah. the Cowboys were two of the two, like that, two or three of them in the top ten. Yeah. I understand all that. With but nothing they to show better. Them. For years, I hope they Michael got a first place schedule. They better like pick it up. The guy who's got that dog attitude. Not, they need some leaders on this team that maybe can enforce this a little more. Like we haven't won nothing yet, and at least hearing him talk, it sounds like Micah could be that guy. Maybe, hopefully. I'm gonna we tell you, put the necessary parts around him. Yeah. Is you gonna go out and find? And I and I'm thinking, wow, Gallimore, Hamilton. The other dude from Kentucky, the young guy, then this guy Man. we got from Texas. Just another year, will it help? I don't know, but I but I do know this right here. When you dictate what has happened through these playoffs, like most teams have in the fourth quarter, when everybody start putting in a secondary game plan or they secondary touch in a secondary game, you know everybody got this play or this defense or this look that we know they haven't seen, and we got the athletes to execute it. You got to have these guys. One thing uh, the Rams figured out, especially after they lost all their wide receivers, they figured out, that, wow, and now we can't run the ball. That come down to coaching, right? So these coaches got to set the tone. And and, and I, like, I like when I hear, hey, you know, he's making sure the players are rested. He's making sure the players – but I heard 
a great offensive lineman for the Ravens say that. But he said it like this. He said, I want to thank the coaches for saving our bodies so we can be as physical as we can be when Sunday came. You know, it's one thing to save your bodies and have the freshest legs in the world, and you're that quick, fast team, but you don't know how to get physical. Again, go back to the Ravens culture. When you come to the Baltimore Ravens, yeah. it is known that you're going to be physical and tough or you're going to stick out like a sore thumb right? in a negative way. Right. That, that's the culture when you come there. That, that was started – Back in the 2000s with Ray Lewis, so right. every guy that came in there, it was it was a, it was a perpetual learning process. That every guy that came in there, so that when Ray and and Suggs and and, and Haloli Haloli Nata and all those guys, when they begin to fade away, it just was a new crop of guys that were coming in behind them that learned under them. That this is the standard here. That's the way Ozzie Newsom drafted guys, right? He was like, listen, I need guys going to be physical, athletic, and this is going to be their brand of football. We draft guys that's going to meet the brand of football. A lot of our guys, it's, it's the name. We want the name to be put out there, and we hope that that yields success in the in the interim. And we do, we do, we do. What what a great video that you guys put out today, the social media team. Oh, last night. Last night, yeah. the, the 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 countdown video, right? And mm-hmm. it's it's like let's wash away last season, and it brings try to bring hope to the next season. It's a great video. Like, it's done very, very well. But that's the selling point. It's, it's how do we renew the hope again that you guys will come back for another season. And you won't have to wait this year here because this is going to be first, first team, first team, first team. We got a first-place schedule. You will not have to wait. Mm-hmm. You will know. You will not have to guess. You will know. Not only do you have a first-place schedule in the NFC in the NFC conference, you've got to face Cincinnati and and Tennessee. So. You know, and Big Henry coming downhill <laughs> you think with everything be, you think he's got. You think the Titans going to be physical? Huh? Think the Titans going to be physical? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. I, I agree with you. Oh, yeah. Will we be able to match it? <laughs> we'll see. All right, fellas. Sir? Got to get out of here, unfortunately. I like when you wear your blue gig, man. You're pretty Thanks, tough man. when Appreciate you do that, man. Always sharp. Kurt? Good seeing you, man. Yes, Jesse, it was a yes, pleasure. Sir. Nate, thanks for bringing it. Jazz, thanks I saw for, you in the bathroom. We thanks cool. for uh, <laughs> yeah. keeping us on the air, <laughs> even though we couldn't hear ourselves. <laughs> thanks for doing that. And uh, William, thanks for keeping the live streams up. We'll be up next Monday again. Bro, we'll sabotage us from a distance, man. What, what, what are we going to talk man. about next Monday? The Cowboys. How are they going to oh, rebuild boys. this thing? All right. Dak. Cowboys talk. I already know. Because this Monday. team, I'll say this before we go. This what? team will not look the same, and that, that's the part when I talk about that window. You're never going to get this same unit again yeah. to get guys to gel, the free agents to gel, the star players to gel, mm-hmm. the rookies to gel. You're never getting that like that. This year is done. So now you have a new crop of new guys coming in. Hopefully Especially that now Micah takes the next step. You hope that maybe you, you get rookie. Da- so you're just trying to build all these things have to come together. That is, that's the thing about these windows. You don't have an opportunity every single year to just say, well, we're going to run it back next year. You don't know what's going to happen. An injury, coaches leaving, coach, whatever it may be. You just, you just never know. So when you have that opportunity, you got to Rookie Dak, rookie Dak, rookie Dak. You got one opportunity once in a lifetime. Okay, Eminem. You better know. Got to go. <laughs> rookie See Dak, y'all. rookie Dak, week, rookie Dak. Hanging with the ball. And we got a team called Admirals. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!